Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess, where we explore topics around holistic wellness, embodiment, entrepreneurship, and navigating the complexities of the human experience. These are real, raw, and vulnerable conversations between us, our community, and experts in their field. Our intention of every single episode is to inspire you to simplify your wellness routine, because let's be real, less is more. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Wellness for the Hot Mess. You're here with Kristen and Lex. You look so cute today. I can't get over this brown moment. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, It's freezing in San Diego. It's been raining and storming the past couple days, which is just like, what is happening? Um, But thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to catch up and connect with the listeners. Mm -hmm. Whenever we have a community dump, it really, it's like going uh, in Mario Kart. It's like going over that like zoom platform that makes you feel so excited and go a little faster because um this is more than just us talking to each other just us talking shit and that is fun too Uh right but on the community dumps when we see people open up and be so fucking vulnerable it really shows that we're creating a safe enough space for people of all different walks of life to come and just open up, you know, and it's so supportive for, for me and you as well. I know that. Oh yeah, totally. Well, if you can't tell, we're still high off of the last community dump we had was so good. I am still like buzzing from the last 10 minutes of it. And I remember saying, like, I kind of blacked out a little bit, but I kind of remember saying, like, if the podcast ended tomorrow, I wouldn't be sad because we still have this community. And that made me, I did a lot of reflecting over the weekend on that. And I was just thinking, because it was my birthday on Sunday. Yeah. I turned 28, which is exciting. Very low-key birthday this year, which I appreciated. February birthdays are tough. Everyone wants to travel in February. So usually my birthday turns into a travel thing. My friends will go, we'll go somewhere warm or we'll celebrate when I was in Chicago last year, we did a big thing, but this year was so nice to just have dinner, slow down. You sent me the most gorgeous flowers, which was such a surprise. I got so many gifts. I heard from so many of my friends, which was amazing and family. Um, But I was like sitting down Sunday night and I was just kind of reflecting on 28 years and what this year, what I want it to look like and feel like. And a big thing was the community dump. And I was so, so, I think I was just like, I think I had this moment of feeling so surrounded by love of people that I didn't even know. And I was just like, this is one of those moments where I was like, so grateful to be in this space. And I hope that if you're hearing this, you come to our next dump because it is truly so amazing and magical. But I also ended it with saying, we need these more than, you know, like a lot of times in the fitness space as coaches, as podcasters, people come to us for advice and to listen for advice. But sometimes at the end of the day, like we really need that moment with the community as much as they need it. I gained Mm. so much from that. I learned so much about myself and I'm still like buzzing from it. And my energy update feels like it's carrying over from that community dump because I'm feeling great. How about you? Yeah, I feel good. I feel really good. I feel super connected to 
the universe and connected to God right now. And although it's funny because I do a lot of obviously nervous system work and nervous system strengthening. And so I always tell clients, like there's two pieces to strengthening your nervous system. There's the piece that is physiological and you notice that you're less reactive and you notice that when something happens that you have no control over in your life, you can kind of ride that wave better, of course. Mm -hmm. But I think what also, and what I always say is your nervous system sets the tone for your relationship with God or your relationship with divine or your relationship with the universe. And so although yes, I'm strengthening my nervous system, I'm, uh, you know, I'm creating space for my connection with God. I'm creating space to see signals from the universe that are, you know, keep going or go this way, or, you know, keep exploring that you're getting warmer. Mm -hmm. Um, I always teach my one-on-one clients to, you know, to trust God in a way that maybe they never have, but also to ask for, ask for signals and ask for signs. And so my anchor sign with God, my anchor sign with the universe is a feather. Mm. And it's, yeah, I don't know why I even chose that because feathers are like super cool and spiritual, but like, I don't, that's whenever I chose that, I, it, this was years ago. I don't know why. And whenever I'm like, down or I feel like I need to pivot within my plan um, or, you know, I just feel like heartbroken about life or relationships, I pray and I ask, you know, show me, show me this signal that, that you're here, really. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no direction from seeing this signal. And it's, it's popped up in my life numerous times, but yesterday I was so exhausted. And it, again, we've talked about exhaustion and it wasn't like a exhaustion. You're doing the wrong thing. It was just, I, I get in my head. I was really actually battling my ego yesterday. That's what it was. And that's fucking exhausting. Yeah. Fighting your ego. That yeah. bitch will win. Every <laughs> and time. So, totally. And so I was fighting my ego. Um, I'm launching a new program and I'm kind of like, you know, you know, when you launch a new program, something that you've been creating for this seems like about a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like my baby and you almost want to like keep it safe, but you know, you have to put it out there to to allow people to see it. So I'm like, I'm in this place right now where I'm like, do I want to be seen? And then the universe is like, bitch, be seen, like go stand in, in the, in the light. Um, anyways, long story short, I'm tired. I'm about to go to yoga to, um, audit a client's class and I'm so, I'm exhausted. I'm battling my ego. I'm like not feeling confident. I remember just even looking at myself in the mirror and being like, this isn't like a good body day, like whatever it is. And I set up in the corner in the yoga room because I'm just, again, in one of those moods, I'm like, I'm not going to be out up in front. Um, And during class, I look to my right and the guy next to me has a big ass feather tattoo on his left side body. And it's so funny because something like that, it's not like I was at the beach and saw a fucking feather. There's feathers everywhere at the beach, kind of. But it was in this specific corner of a yoga class. And again, 
if you're listening and you're like, well, what does that mean? What do you do? It doesn't mean anything. It just is. I'm here with you. I'm holding you through this, this energy that you want to birth out into the universe, whether it's a a program or a new job or a new relationship that you're kind of nervous about, you know, you don't have to hold it all by yourself. If you allow God or the universe or whatever you believe in to be there with you. Mm -hmm. And so I just was like, I need to share this because sometimes, I mean, even us, like the community dumps are so important to us because I have days where I'm just so in my fucking head about Mm -hmm. everything. And I'm questioning everything I'm doing, you know, and then you, you pop out of that and you're just like, all right, cool. Let's keep moving. Totally. Totally. I'm so happy you opened up with that. I feel like the last year I've kind of been walking in a little bit of a blur and just, asking the universe for signs and just being like, is what I'm doing right? Am I working towards the path? I feel like I've taken 10 steps back. Right. And I have the symbol of a butterfly. That's kind of like my go-to when I was going through a breakup a couple of years ago, I just kept asking the universe and it was um, the end of summer. And I remember there was like, I was researching about butterfly migration and it was like, you won't see them this time of year. Usually they've already finished their migration. So I was like, you know what, then that's going to be my sign because if it's not likely that I'll see them, then I want that to be it. And I kind of anchored myself in a butterfly. I have a tattoo in my hand of it as a reminder. And I remember going through that breakup and just asking like for help through that, what I was supposed to be doing, all of those things. And on the day I decided to move back to Chicago, after my breakup, I ended up seeing a butterfly, all of those things, but I haven't seen one in so long. And I feel like I've been kind of drifting a little bit with staying present enough to even see those signs. Mm -hmm. And on my birthday, I had that moment where I was like, I feel like I've been asking all year for help from the universe and I haven't received it or I haven't seen it. And then I had this like flash where I was like, I just don't even think my eyes have been open to it. Mm. Like, I think if I were in your shoes in that class, I would have seen the feather tattoo and looked right away and not even connected it because I've been so not present with Mm. asking and receiving, if that makes sense. So that's like another point where a lot of people are like, I don't know, people are saying they see these signs everywhere and I don't see them. It's not that you don't see them. I just think you're not looking hard enough or open to seeing them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> I was listening to the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast and she had, I don't know her name, but she had the singer that sings Sweet But a Psycho. Oh, mm. yeah, Sweet But a Psycho. And yeah. I just saw um, this clip of it because it was the one part in the podcast that stood out to me was she wrote that song and she'd been doing this for like years and years and years and the day or the night before that song like went big or someone discovered it and like whatever um she was like I was down on my knees crying praying like did I put all this effort into this one thing and it's not working like please fucking help me please show me that I did not just waste whatever 10 years of my life and she said that she woke up the next day and that song was whatever playing on the radio or whatever it was and then it and then it made it to the top um and that was like I mean that's huge and that was her sign to keep going but can you imagine being an artist I mean we all are artists but and I actually believe we should look at ourselves just like that story Because it is, it's challenging and it's frustrating to be putting all of your eggs in one basket, especially you just turned 28. Like Mm -hmm. this is the time that 
like I think 28 for me was when I was like, I'm going full time in wellness. I'm going to quit my bartending job. I think that's exactly when I did that. Quit my bartending job, go full time in wellness. Well, whether that meant I had to get five different studio jobs to pay the bills, I did it. But but you make that decision to put all your focus in one thing. And if you're not seeing, whether it be the financial benefits, the energetic benefits, um, just any benefits at all, you're like, am I going to be one of those people that truly just fails and nobody's failing? But if your eyes aren't open to see the signals within failure, it feels like failure, mm. right? And I know you're making some big decisions in your life right now and you're making some big moves and you're the artist behind what you're creating, right? You're the artist. And the moment that maybe it doesn't mean that you make a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe it doesn't mean that you finally get to buy the house of your dreams. Maybe that's not what is going to be making it for you, but, but there will be a moment that you feel it in your body that you're like, Oh, Okay. This is what I've been creating for. Totally. I couldn't agree more. I think I selfishly also made before our community dump, I put a little poll in our Facebook group and I was like, here are a couple topics that we can touch on in the community dump. We obviously want this to be centered around what you guys are feeling. One of them was like social media and the other one, there was three, I put navigating social media. One of them was beauty standards. And the last one was feeling stuck. And I think I selfishly manifested everyone choosing the feeling stuck one because I was like, like, please don't pick beauty standards because because I'm out here like Googling after our Ozempic episode. I'm like, I wonder how much it really is on the streets. (laughs) Because I put a steroid cream under my left eyelid this morning. So please let's, let's let's give us a couple time, a couple more months to explore that. Totally. But I kind of selfishly was like, I hope they pick feeling stuck because I'm putting my energy towards that and I want them to help me too. And I really want to talk about this. So that's what ended up being the topic and what everyone chose for community dump. And I came to it with some great prompts and it was an amazing, an amazing community dump. And the the first, I, I think even just the first prompt in itself had already gotten me so unstuck mentally, just even saying the words out loud. And like I said, in the beginning of this, sometimes we need these moments too. And I just remember answering the question. The question was make a list of the things you hold onto energetically. And I gave a couple examples. So this could be things that are taking your energy, things that are feeling heavy or causing you stress. Maybe it's work, relationships, family life, the things that you're really holding on to that you can just kind of feel, they don't have to be right in front of you, but they're subconsciously always holding that energy. And I remember answering that after making my list out loud and just being like, even answering it out loud, I was like, took a total weight off of my shoulders and even started to project me towards feeling a little less stuck. And then the second one was like reflecting on that list. What can you let go of? And that was an easy one for me. But then the last prompt, I think really kind of kicked me in the ass, especially with my birthday coming up on Sunday was visualize the highest version of yourself. And then we had everyone describe a couple words of how that person looked, how they carried themselves, how did they spend their time? And it's crazy because I just had such a clear vision of everything I've been thinking of over the last couple of years. And I kind of joke about 27 being a wash for me. It was kind of a wash year. It was just a year where I felt really stuck and I didn't have any 
motivation to do the things mm -hmm. that I've always wanted. And I kind of think of it as a pause year. But after answering those, answering those journal prompts, I really thought to myself, I was like, I think I really needed this wash year, this pause year to really get clear and understand on what the last five years had been building up to this moment. I think if I had had another successful year, it just would have been another year. And like, I right. really think I needed this pause year to get to the next level. Because yeah. I am making a lot of big decisions coming up and I am doing a lot of big career changes, but I don't think I would have done them if it was just another successful year. Yeah, totally. You wouldn't have because this pause year is allowing you and this will be the year you remember for fucking ever. This will be like one of those staple years, although you're like, what a wash year. You're going to totally. be like, when I was 27, I did this, I did that, whatever. You're going to remember it forever because it is going to be so supportive for you when you have another one, totally. right? Totally. <laughs> like, hello. Totally. And, and I feel like the pause, if you wouldn't have had this pause, if you would have continued to feel super successful and super confident and on the go, 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 and whatever, you would have kept going in that direction. And then the pause would have come. Yeah. It just maybe you maybe would have prolonged it because you were, um, and I don't want to call it ego, but sometimes we, you know, we're, we are, chasing validation we're chasing validation or money or lust right and then we go 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 we stay in this relationship we stay in this job we stay in this job where we're not necessarily paid enough but they're validating us and someday they'll pay us enough we mm -hmm. have stocks in this company so we keep our money in that company even though the stock isn't doing well but it's said to do well in blah 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 it's like those are all true, but it's like, what side of us are we fulfilling? The mm. ego or the true self? The true self, sometimes people think our true self or our highest self is always shining. It's not. It's raw. It's real. It's naked, right? And I think we don't, sometimes we're like, I don't want to fucking be with my true self right now. That doesn't look like a fucking cozy place to be. Is it, Sometimes it's not. But you were with her, babe, mm -hmm. all of 27. And now you have that insight and you can discern which direction feels true, at least right now. Totally. Wash years are so important. And now I'm seeing that. And I am so grateful it did happen. I had a great support system around me this year and great people in my life. So that was good. But they're so important and you can't go around them. There's no going around. There's no... You got to just go through them, I think. And that's why this happened this year because I was going around for so long thinking that I could mm. just avoid the year where I just kind of stood still a little bit and didn't have a sense of direction. And I think a lot of that comes from the people you surround yourself with, but also the titles that you give yourself that aren't necessarily connected to your true inner self. For example, mm. a lot of people look at me as someone who is really good at making big decisions and like, someone they come to for advice on their own big decisions because they're like, oh, you've always been someone to make yeah. big decisions and they pay off. And I'm like, I think that this title was just given to me somewhere somehow and I don't feel that way. And yeah. I really don't feel connected to that. So I've had over the years to keep up with that and like people see me as this, so I need to keep doing that. And then when the year came where some big decisions had to be made and I didn't feel confident in them, 
I took a big standstill and I was like, just felt so disconnected. So it was almost like putting up a bunch of fronts and trying to give myself an identity of what those around me saw while at the same time knowing deep down that like, this isn't really what I want right now. This isn't who I want to be. Why am I giving advice on things that I have no clue to even do myself? So this was definitely like a quiet year in the sense of I didn't have as many people coming to me for advice. I wasn't really submerging myself as much as I usually do in the wellness scene. And I was kind of removing myself from all of that because I think I realized this year that I didn't feel connected to a lot of those titles and I want to feel connected to myself. And that's what that higher quest, that higher self question really brought out in me was I do see a vision for myself and I see her, but the last couple of years were amazing and successful. But at the same time, I don't feel connected to that version of myself. And I think that's a little scary because mm. I was really successful yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah, that is scary. Right. And how many more versions of yourself are you going to have? That's the thing too. I think when we were thinking about the topic for today, which was, I was like, you should talk about all of the, or at least the most profound lessons you learned in your early twenties because, and then I started to try to think about mine and a lot of them have to do with career. And I look back at the version of myself I was in my early twenties. Um, and it's not the version of myself I am now. I was just speaking, um, on a call I was holding and we, this, this woman came to hot seat coaching and she was talking about her emotions and all this stuff. And after I gave her a reflection, I had to reflect to the group. And I just want you to know that if you knew me five years ago, you would have never thought that I teach and coach on emotions and feeling emotions and expressing, expressing emotions. And you know, I say that to say that we'll have many versions of ourselves. And so you feeling that this, there's a disconnect between you and the label or the, you and the past version of yourself that is still like hanging over the head as your label, because we do label ourselves and people do label us. It just is what it is. Mm. You know, it's like, I don't know why I have all these video game references today, but it's <laughs> like going in the beginning of the video game and you get to choose what character you want to be. But you're like, I've been Mario for five years. Mario's my man. And you're like, it just doesn't resonate anymore. I'm going to be the princess or whatever, right? Because we do, we have these archetypes that we step into and you're about to step into a new archetype of yourself. Totally. I feel like our listeners are probably sitting there like, what is she about to do? She about to <laughs> drop off the face of the earth and be like a stripper. Like what is happening? A sh She's going to shaman school. <laughs> I can promise you the next steps I'm taking and I'll of course do an episode on it are very much so still wellness related, but not necessarily in the fitness space like I've been doing, but I am I'm excited yeah. and I can't wait for this year. I'm really excited. I'm finally feeling at peace. And I think a big part of that was reflecting back on things I learned in my early twenties and I'm 28. So I'm still in there, but it's weird. The closer you get to 30, the closer you're like, I'm almost eager now to be 30. Like I, I want yeah, to be 30. Totally. I like see the end of the twenties and I'm like, fuck the twenties, fuck your twenties. Everyone thinks they're the best times. <laughs> yeah. I have a really strong feeling like my 30s are going to be my jam where I'm going to just feel more financially stable. I'm going to be able to travel and actually do the things I really have always dreamed of doing. But people make that seem like the 20s. They're like, oh, you'll move to the city and you'll 
accomplish your dreams and you'll be crazy and it'll be amazing. Yeah, but you also don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know shit about <laughs> you shit. You don't know anything. So you're so you're you're making these big moves in lives and it, it, life and it feels exciting and this is what you should be doing, right? And then you get into you get into the space and you're making all the right moves. Like if I didn't move to San Diego when I was 26, you know, my whole life wouldn't be what it is now. And so that move that I made to thinking I was going to come here and get back into radio and be on the radio in San Diego because I was on the radio in Arizona and I did not get a job. I went on interviews. I did not get hired. I didn't know I was going to go back to full-time serving tables and bartending at 26. And that was like an ego death for me. And that was me thinking I knew what I was doing when I moved here, <laughs> right? It was me being like, and then I'll go to LA. And th that was like my dream to do. But what I had done is I quit my dream job where I was getting paid really well at 25. And I had to hustle for my money again. And then I then I went full time in wellness and I had to continue to fucking hustle for my money. Right. And I met my husband. Thank God. And, you know, I created such a great life out here. But now that I'm in my 30s, I, I I've actually feel brave enough to like what's important. Fucking mm. healing. Mm. What's important. My mental health. What's important. St I feel brave enough at this age to look at young Lexi in her eyes and support her healing, right? That inner child shit. Like mm. I wasn't brave enough to do that in my twenties. I actually didn't think I needed any mental health exploration in my early twenties. I thought I was fucking fine and mm. I wasn't, and I'm still healing and I'm still terrified of what I'm seeing and what I'm finding about myself. Mm. Right. And so it's like, as you get older, hopefully you get more, um, your nervous system gets more ready to explore the shit that have made a big impact on your nervous system. Mm. I think it's interesting too, that I'm doing this podcast now and it'll be in the future and we'll continue doing this and we'll be able to look back and listen because I am always speaking my truth. That's one thing for sure, but my truth is always evolving. Same. And I, and I think if you're like not tapped into that, that's when you get stuck in one way or the highway because there are episodes I listen to or people reference from last year that I'm like, I said that. And I'm like, I don't totally. believe that now. Yeah. And it's like, like, what are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> Let's just right. record our conversations and see if we totally. are completely hypocritical in a totally. year. Totally. Totally. But it's almost like if that truth doesn't evolve and if you're living by that same thing you lived by last year, it's like, you're putting yourself in a room that you don't belong in anymore. And it's kind of trying to force yourself into that space. And I'm so happy that I'm seeing that now because I think I used to be very like, if I'm saying this, I have to mean it. If I'm doing this, I have to do totally. it forever. If I totally. am a soul cycle instructor, I have to be a soul cycle instructor forever. If I am pivoting in fitness and I want to have this group course, I have to be a coach forever. Like that's where I was. And I'm seeing it now that, that's not the truth. And I can grow and change and do the things that align with me in that moment. But that was like a really hard truth that I had to learn that my truth is always evolving. And that's when, when you asked me to kind of like reflect back on my early twenties, what I'm seeing and what I'm still working with now and what I still want to get better at is 
not fitting myself in rooms or not fitting myself in places that aren't for me anymore. And Mm. that's like, it's a really hard thing to do, especially at work, especially with friends, with relationships. Oh my God, how many relationships we stay in because we think we should be there and we know deep down that we shouldn't, Mm. but we're fitting ourselves into that box for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. It's like letting go of things that intuitively, you know, your intuition knows they don't align with you. But then the other side is it's like, but how can I trust that those right things are going to come along? And I still Mm -hmm. struggle with that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And that's scary. But it's like, again, we always go back to trusting your intuition and trusting your body and trusting your dreams and trusting like I say this to clients all the time and I every time I say it I'm like I hope they understand what I'm saying and I ask them if they understand and they say yes but in my mind I'm like but it's it's abstract to say after this breathwork session I just this week I just want you to be mindful of the conversations that you hear I just want to be mind I want you to be mindful of when you're walking down the street and you see, you know, a, a sign, a street sign and something inside of you shifts because it's like, I can't explain what that shift is going to be for you. But I know that our environment gives us so much. And so it's like put not putting yourself in rooms that you don't feel like you belong. That's a huge signal from you. But then it's taking it a step further and and asking yourself, where do I feel like I belong? Even if you haven't been into that room, trusting, okay, this week, I'm going to really keep it in the back of my mind. How can I explore who my essence is? Because I don't fucking know right now. So how can I keep that in the back of my mind as I'm in a coffee shop, as I'm having a conversation, as I'm in a yoga class, how can I keep that in the back of my mind that I'm searching for something right now? And it's okay to be searching for something. But like you said at the beginning of the episode, we have to be awake. Our eyes have to be open if we're searching for something. And that's why I tell my clients after a session, keep, you know, your eyes will be open a little wider the next five days, unless something contracts you and that's fine. And that might happen. But like after a Reiki session, on myself or after any session with my mentor, that's when the coincidences, the serendipitous occasions, the divine moments in life are dropping in, but it's because I'm out of my head and I'm just like trusting the field. Mm. You know, what's the worst is when you know, or you are, I'll, I'll just give a really good example that came to my mind. This happens to me a lot. And I, this is something I'm still working through and I still need to navigate myself because I put myself in, in rooms that I shouldn't be in any longer. And what comes to mind is the episode we did on shit talking. And I still find myself to this day in conversations that are taking place that are negative or they're Mm. shit talking or gossip or drama, whatever. And it's the worst when you're so self-aware and you know, it's not contributing to your growth. And you're like, I know I shouldn't be in this conversation. You're just like talking and you're like, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, how can I get out of this? Or you just, you know, the steps you need to take to become that higher version, but you're not there yet. And you're not taking the steps. You're still shit talking. You're still in that conversation. And that happens to me a lot. I, I don't know all of the answers, (laughs) but a lot of things in my life, I know the steps I have to take to get to what's going to make me feel better and feel more aligned. 
sometimes I don't do it. And that's, it's, it's so hard. Yeah. That's so relatable that you just said that. It's I, I was speaking to you about how I'm allergic to mushrooms and I should not be eating mushrooms or pickled anything. It fucking makes mm. my eczema flare up. And yesterday I had a long day. I was so hungry and I wanted something healthy and I'm not doing um I'm not doing any animal products right now. And so I got my favorite bowl that has pickled cucumbers and mushrooms. And I wake up this morning, my left eye is swollen because my eczema has been flaring up in my eyes. And just like you said, like, I knew I shouldn't have eaten that. I knew you knew you shouldn't be in that conversation. Um, It almost, but that's almost a really good way to feel like the activation in your body not the eczema, but in your case, feel the the activation in your body when you're in a conversation that is like dysregulating and not aligning with you. Like, although it's tough, it's almost like good practice for you to feel it and be like, next time I mm-hmm. feel just an inch of this, I have to be out. Mm-hmm. Because I've been in conversations, even just around conversations, like not even in them, but I hear them that are really activating for my system. And it's like, you know, that's a good moment for me and my body to be in relationship. And then again, it's none of my business. It's not my business to to intervene. I'm not saying any, if it was, I would. Like if it was important enough to intervene, I would. But it's just like little things where I'm like, that's actually what you're saying actually <laughs> I mean, maybe it's right to them, but in my mind, I'm like, what you're saying is actually wrong. And I can feel that full body fuck no in my body. And it's just a good way to practice feeling that. Right, right. The biggest, the biggest reason I think we don't speak up or don't remove ourselves from those situations is number one, it's uncomfortable. Number two, I think we're scared to lose friends or lose people. We're scared to be alone. It kind of reminds me of the conversation we had in the community dump with one of our members. She was like, I'm really interested in wellness and I want to start doing things in wellness. And I want to tell the people in my life now that like these conversations aren't going to fly anymore or I can't surround myself with you guys because you don't care about the wellness like I care about or just whatever she was trying to accomplish. But she essentially was like, how can I communicate to these people that like, this is what I'm trying to do without basically being like, sorry, don't want to talk to you ever again, because our goals just don't align or our conversations don't align. And that's where I get stuck is I put myself, especially, I don't know why I do this, especially when it comes to like high school friends, for some reason, I feel the need to minimize myself and bring myself Mm. to their level. And I'm like, totally just not even not even like owning my accomplishments up until this point. And I'm bringing yeah. myself back to high school, Kristen and partaking in conversations or hangouts or whatever it is that she would have done. And I'm totally minimizing all the growth I've done to be here now, because I think I'm honestly, I just don't want to be like, Hey y'all, I don't care about this stuff anymore. Basically. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's so relatable, babe. It goes back to like the drinking situation and how to like stand your ground when you're not drinking. Um, you, I'm preparing to sit with plant medicine. And so like a lot of things that homegirls want to do, which is like brunch after a workout, very normal and, and healthy stuff. Um, I just... I'm trying to stay a lot to myself the next month, even, I mean, my husband's birthday is coming up. And so we're going to have like dinner out with friends. That's like going to be my socializing because 
I'm supposed to even be cleansing from social, mm. um, social settings. Right. And so it's been hard to be like, I can't, I'm, I can't do this, but also I know that my true self, like a lot of times I don't want to drink. I don't want to go to brunch after a workout. Like my schedule has been so busy that I want to rest. And so I think this is supporting me and really speaking my truth and being like, Hey, I'm, I can't really be that social in the next month. <laughs> Please come back in three to seven days. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but totally. you know what I mean? Um, but it's like, then you get in your ego and I get in my head and I think, who am I? Like, do I think I'm better than them because I'm not drinking? I'm not eating animal. And I I don't, but this is really important to me right now. And it's really important to me not to be in too many other people's energies if Mm. I'm not working, right? And it's really important to me right now not to have conversations I don't want to have that sometimes happen at brunch, and again, who am I to like not want to have this conversation? But if I can feel deep down inside that I don't want to have it, I don't want to put myself in the position to have it, especially right now, because I am preparing for something fucking huge, mm-hmm. you know, but this is a micro situation that is really a macro in my whole fucking life, mm-hmm. right? This is just showing me a lot about who my true self is. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't hard for me. I was telling people about the kind of like detox I have to go on or the the pre- preparation I have to be um, committed to. And so many people, their reactions irritate me because their reactions are just like, oh my God, no sex, no this, no that, no boot, no coffee. And I'm just like, your reaction is like so dramatic right now. And that says a lot about your self-discipline. If this is not fucking, I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping on any of any of this. I'm like, you know, it's just so I'm a big people's reaction, even if I don't react to their reaction, it tells me so much about them, just the way they respond to things. And in my head, I'm just like computing and making a note and being like, you're that like again I'm judging I guess I guess I'll be admit it I'm judging based off of reaction because and maybe I'm sensitive right now because I'm nervous and I'm scared and their reaction is not supporting that in my system but I've just to the telling people I don't even I'm not really telling that many people but the people that I am telling their reactions like throw me off about them like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't have, fuck, you can't be free of caffeine for four weeks. The the women, the women and man that are sitting with us during the session, they go, if you can't not have this stuff for one week, you're not ready to do this medicine, plain and fucking simple. And I'm like, you're so right. Mm-hmm. If I can't not eat animal products, not eat whatever for my own safety, then I'm not ready to evolve. Mm. Mm. what comes to me when you're speaking is how is there a way to if there is a way if this is even being like true to your authentic self is there a way to fit yourself into multiple rooms in conversations that you pieces of you still care about for example i love the plant medicine i love that you're going on this retreat we could talk about this for hours 
And I know there's also other women out there who could do the same. So that's you surrounding yourself with women who care about this, who can have conversations like this, whose reactions would be way different and they'd be more supportive. But then you also have people in your life who you jive with in different ways. And it's like other conversations we have about wellness and fitness are great. And we really see eye to eye on that. So it's almost like now when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, is there a way? Because what I learned in my 20s is that I shouldn't be fitting myself in places I don't fit anymore or spaces that I don't fit anymore. But then there's also the other side where some pieces of me still fit in certain places. It's almost like that's the struggle. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. do you drop everything and drop everyone as you evolve to the next version of you? Or do you allow yourself to stay in some places where you still kind of relate? And then when you want to talk about the plant medicine side of you, you go to the other people you still relate to. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, it's this is such a great question. And there's so many answers to this, but it goes back to like your divine flexible state. Totally. Right. So so everyone is a reflection of you. So their reaction was probably a reflection of something inside of me. I'm not naive to that. And I can own that, you know? And so perhaps I need to get better at delivering with a grounded energy. That is, I got this. I'm safe. I'm making this decision. And then perhaps their reaction wouldn't have been as dramatic. Maybe not. But I always take full responsibility for the way someone responds to me, right? And you went into it a little bit like this is woo woo. They're going to react like it's woo woo. Yeah, exactly. Or I went into it like, like I had to explain myself. Totally, I went into it like I had to explain myself based off of my experiential knowing or experiential judgments of them. And these are my friends, right? And like you said, we fit into many spaces together, but perhaps it's the communication on my end that needs to be like, this is really important to me. Um, Maybe I need to be softer about it. And maybe there is some subconscious drama within me, right? And so if you're listening, you can fit into multiple rooms. You can be in multiple rooms, but, but again, the core of being able to fit there without losing yourself is to standing in, in like your full essence, no matter what. And knowing that it is, does take a little more communication. It does take a little more work on yourself, but if people are important to you, if these rooms are important to you still, have a foundation within you that that won't budge or melt or redirect itself because of the influence in the room. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do that. There were multiple times I was like done with fitness, but I just had to do some work on myself. And now everything that's happening in fitness is exactly um, how I wanted it to happen. And I don't feel influenced at all in any way to fit the mold of a normal broke fitness instructor. I'm creating my own path in this room. I'm creating my own little cuddle puddle in the corner of the room that I want to be in because I want to fucking be in it. Mm. Yeah. My highest version of myself in the community dump that I described was someone who you can look at them and you're like, they have boundaries without them needing to say they have boundaries. So you're almost looking at that person being like, I'm not going to talk about that thing because I'm looking at them. I can tell that they're just not going to stand for it. So that's where I'm going right now is I'm even learning throughout this conversation right now that 
the way I want to step into these next chapters of my life, especially while I'm still in my 20s, is I want to be able to fit in rooms where I'm driving and having fun. I want to be able to have my wellness friends and my woo-woo spiritual friends. And I want to do all the stuff that I like doing. And then when I go to my girls that I shoot the shit with and drink on weekends, like we talk about this whole entire podcast is about balance and finding it. And wellness shouldn't be complicated. But when I go to those girls, I also want them to look at me and feel like there are some things that Kristen's not going to like give into. And we're just not going to have those conversations and we're not going to talk about it in front of her because I want to be that person who can have the best of both and still have balance, but I'm not Mm. stripping away from my core values to fit into that room. Because Mm. I think I'm like, now what I'm realizing is when I would put myself in the rooms where I wasn't fully comfortable with the shit talking or the drinking or what was going on, I would do it anyway, because it's just too hard to set those boundaries. But now I'm seeing like, there is a way to do both. There is a way to hang out with those people and let them know that like, I also care about this other side of wellness, but I also still want to have a good time. So let's find a balance in between there. And no, I'm not going to do the hard drugs I used to do in college. Will I stand next to you while you're doing them? And sure, I'll be there. And I'll, of course, make sure everything's safe and great and whatever. But like, you're not pressuring me anymore. And that's just not even a conversation that's happening. Girl, so good. Damn, you're so like when I was um, listening to you speak and just watching you, you you always have been so aware Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say for your age, but again, we're speaking about like the people that I surround myself and they're all incredible and mostly older than me. And you're, you know, you just turned 28. And so if you're listening and you're even in your, your younger twenties, you know, start to explore what is so fucking true to you. At right now, today, and allow because because what's true to you? Like I look back at posts from six years ago when I first started my wellness business, and I'm saying the same shit. It's just a little more profound, right? And so, if you're in your early twenties, if you're in your mid twenties, whatever, if you're in your fucking fifties, what is true to you right now, and what's going to really allow you to feel good about? your growth and and elevation and also what is going to root you into what is true to me when I get a little lost, right? Journal on what is true to you right now and then notice and realize and see if it's the same essence that was true four years ago or will it be 10 years from now? Because everything that was true to me in my early 20s, although I was a hot mess, is still true to me. I still had an essence of myself. I wasn't like a complete, you know, upside down version, upside down, inside out version. I was still, I still had the core values. They were just becoming more profound and more profound as I got older. And so my compliment to you is that I've always thought you were super, super fucking aware. Mm. Right. And so this awareness will only grow. And I can see it just from being recording this podcast with you for one year, a little over Mm. a year that your development has become more profound within like your energy field. Like I can see it. I can feel it. Your directness. It's mm-hmm. so good. Ugh, I love you. Also um, to that point, it's like, I love that what you just said about what's true for me right now and 
you don't have to be shamed by your truth at all. If something's really true for you in that moment, then own it. It's really true for you. It's like the conversation you had with your friends where their reaction wasn't the way you wanted it to be is maybe you just didn't own it in that moment. And you weren't like, you know what, this is really true for me right now. And I need to present it as it is. So not finding shame in those moments. If something is true for you, then you go all in for it. And it's like I said, in the beginning of the episode, our truth is always evolving. So don't let that scare you when one day you're really feeling powerful and that the next you're not. That's just like proof of your growth. Hmm. So good, babe. This was so good. Do you have any other teachings that you would like to express or learnings that you would like to express from the twenties? I feel like this whole episode like encapsulated the essence of the lessons that you learned and that I've learned. Totally. I think I want to end this with like, not even a hot mess moment of the week, but a hot mess moment of my 20s was just (laughs) a hot mess moment of my 20s. It all circles back was just forcing myself in spaces I knew I wasn't in anymore. And like Mm. really looking back on moments that I cringe on now where I'm just like, I really wanted that person to like me or I really wanted that job or I really wanted whatever it was, a social media following, whatever it was at that time. I just look back and I'm like, it didn't work the way it did and it didn't work the way I wanted it to because it wasn't true for me. And I was fitting myself into a space that I wasn't Mm. supposed to be in some of the cringiest moments, but I think we can only go up from here. Yes, you can. You can. Everything gets better. The way food tastes gets better. The sex gets better. Your bank account gets bigger. Um, The conversations you have feel more electric. God, it's just getting older is the best. Cheers to 28, bitch. Mm, Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for hanging out for another episode of Wellness for the Hot Mess. We love you so much. We are so happy to be here every single Sunday. If you missed our recent community dump, have no fear. Although you should be so jealous you missed it because it was incredible, but there will be another one. We'll have another community dump in March. As soon as that date is set, we will let you know. If you want to stay up to date with our community, we have a Facebook page that is always accessible. You can find that link to our Facebook page. I believe it's in our Instagram bio right now. So you can go ahead and if you can't find that link, just message us on our Instagram at wellness for the hot mess. I'm Kristen. That's Lexi. And thanks for hanging out. Peace out. We are so happy you took the time for yourself and dropped in with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you love or rate and review. We cannot wait to have you next time and we'll see you in the community.